This is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, the host of the No Borders, No Race podcast show. Every other Tuesday, you can hear the hottest J-pop and alternative music around. Plus, I give my thoughts on many aspects of the pop culture world, all with a pure Bostonian perspective. That's No Borders, No Race, only on BostonBastardBrigade.com, where great music of many genres come together as one. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 463. We are at podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigogami. And Mako-chan is out due to a bad tooth. She will be back next week. And also, uh, Wild Spice will be joining us next week as well. So it'll be a full house. So I, I think... We send love and care for recovery, Mako-chan. And alcohol. And, and alcohol. Copious amounts of, of uh, coping mechanisms. And a, and a digital image of Weird Al singing um, the, the Drill Me song. Because so, I'm a dick like that. <sighs> so, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? <sighs> Tired, but that's like the mood for this whole post-apocalypse, you know? <laughs> yeah, basically, so, you know. <sighs> Should we be worried, Ranma? Uh, no, no. For the most part, the way I feel right now is kind of politically driven. I don't like to bring politics on the show. Only thing political I will say is vote. And that's it. That's all. That's all. Yes, please, please use your right to vote. Uh, we needed you now more than ever, uh, honestly. Yeah, and, and, and we'll leave it at that. So, you know. Other than that, I, I think I am... Yeah. As um, walking, 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 says in our chat room, bigger mood. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that has been the mood, you know. So, anywho, let, let, let's get that. Let's move along. Let's move this along. Uh, we are live tonight, week of August eleventh, twenty twenty, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us every week here from 
9.30 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And you will also find us over at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them also at Twitch TV slash Vaughn Network. They kick things off on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. And we follow it up on Tuesdays and all that good stuff. And don't forget, you can also find us at vognetwork.com and vognetwork.com slash discord where every show that's a part of the Voice of Geeks Network, there is a channel, so come by, hang out, and have a good time. So, you know, yeah. So, I, I think, you know, we're going to move things right along, and we're going to start things off with Ari with, how was your week, how was your day? Uh, well, it's good to be back on the show. That's for, that's for damn sure. Um, I'm on vacation this week. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to go into work and drive an hour plus every day one way. But, uh, let's see. Um, my old uh, college fraternity friends were, uh, they were supposed to have a big uh, reunion weekend mm -hmm. this weekend at one of their houses. Yeah, but I don't have the uh, capacity or the funds to drive all the way down to West Virginia. So wait, you know, first things first. West Virginia is basically on a lockdown. You do realize if you went and you came back, you'd have to be in quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. a virtual event is fine. I got a friend that's down there in West Virginia. I want to go hang out and visit her because because she's cool. But I realize yeah, a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my uh, fraternity mates were uh, like still live in West Virginia, so yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, even like even talking about travel, I actually got a call from one of my bosses asking me, "Hey, do you plan to do any out of state travel?" I'm like, uh, "No, I don't." Like, and, and I know, but we had to ask, you know, that that sort of thing. And other than that, it's just. You know, enjoying not having to work, but, you know, still starved of human contact. You know, I miss my friends. I miss, you know, having money in my account, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, believe you me, I, I get that. But other than that, it's just, you know, taking it one day at a time, I suppose. Mm. Nothing, nothing really else I can do. No, I, I totally get that. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Oh, it's... It's been a sleepy time. Had a lot of weird dreams. Um, dealt with some fun postal service stuff and uh, found, got my buttons. Uh, they are here and they made it onto the client's piece. So very exciting. Have some extras. Um, it got some projects done. And in general, it's just been one of those weeks where you just kind of like, I don't know, like you just exist. I don't know. Yeah. I like I did. I like to dress up and things like that but lately it's just been kind of like a pajama kind of week it's like let me know in chat if that's been the same for you it's an existential <laughs> crisis of sorts you know it's that weird like hurry up and wait kind of situation we get a lot where it's just kind of like yeah i have a lot to do and i've been doing that like i have commissions and stuff to work on but at the same time like I just feel like really lethargic all the time and I'll give myself structure because I know that that's good for me. Like I'll get up, I'll have my coffee and then I'll go and I'll do whatever I need to just start working. Right. But at the same time, like my brain knows that something is wrong. And so, you know, it's just one of those cases where you just like, 
it's it's a it's a hump that I'm working on getting over, but it just takes a little while. <laughs> I can't believe you, man. And, and because you talk about that, that reminds me, I forgot to take my medication. So when we get to the next section, I'm just gonna step off and take it. So you know, as long as it's not the next day, I'll be fine. So you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, hey, in chat, man, take care of yourselves. Have you been staying hydrated? If you haven't been hydrated, this is your daily Ichigo gram. To stay hydrated, I reuse my bottles in my studio. But yeah, stay hydrated. It's very important. And take your meds. This is uh, Ichigo Mom uh, telling you to stay hydrated and take your meds on schedule. Um, But yeah. Remember, there is Space Mom and then there's Ichigo Mom. Listen to Ichigo Mom. (laughs) Strawberry Mom. But yeah, so like take care of yourselves, guys. It is really important during this time to do that. Strawberry Mom and Aunt Mako. Strawberry Mom will tell you what to do and Aunt Mako will spoil you. (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly what it's going that's basically what it is good yeah, mom bad mom am i the bad mom oh gosh bottle of, uh, you don't do it she, she says no she finished the bottle first before she swing it she's not going to waste it hmm. so my weekend day has been the same old same old and if you can't tell i'm actually sitting better in my chair i finally got around to replacing the base and it's interesting I, it come FedEx actually delivered it to my door I'm just like what? so I start disassembling and putting it together and I realize I need a pipe wrench so I go out to Home Depot to pick one up and before I left I hit it with WD-40 and I'm just going to be like this better work or else I'm going to be out $200 on a chair Putting it on there, a little elbow grease, moving it back and forth, pops right off, swapping around, it's done. So back to, back in my normal chair, I kind of want to put a better gas cylinder on because I think I need one that's going to ha- that's a little bit more heft, but we'll see. Because every time I sit down, I keep worrying I'm going to sit down in the chair hard and start cracking the base again. I'm just like, I can't deal with that shit. Uh, I picked up a couple of stuff for the podcast. Like, I have a couple of extra applications. Like, I actually downloaded a soundboard app, which will manage the background sounds. And for the longest, I've been looking for, like, like a soundboard, something like a GoXLR to put right here for control. But GoXLR is, like, $500. And I, and I believe for as often as I stream, it would just be a waste of money. Now, if you give it to me, that's a different story. But, you know, it is <laughs> It would be nice to have like a like a dedicated USB soundbar, like something like that of sort, like of sorts. I know Corsair put out like a little digital USB LCD touchscreen that can handle something like that, and I've been thinking about getting that. But I need something like a little bit like tablet size, so we'll figure something out. I'm gonna look around and see if I can cobble something together, but. I think that's basically been my weekend day. Besides that and watching anime, um, I've been watching High School DxD, and I'm like halfway through season two. And call me crazy, I think the fan service in the show is like strategically placed. It's like you got anime that has fan service. They just throw it in there because it's fan service, and you you know. But whereas with High School DxD, it, it seems like. The fan service is like it just flows well with the anime. Like, of course, you're gonna see stuff when the girls are changing and this and that. It's like it's placed where like it kind of makes sense. So, so I'm enjoying that, and that's basically has been 
my weekend day, and I still haven't finished clearing out this area yet. And I think I just gotta get the um, the bins. And I realized I have long comic bins that my comics are in. I realized what I'm gonna do with those. I'm gonna empty those out and put all my empty uh, figurine boxes in them and put them in the back of the closet and kind of figure out and reorganize. So that'll that will be fun. So other than that. That, that's been my week and day. So, um, moving right along. Uh, housekeeping, don't forget, we will be live this Friday from 8, from 8 to 9.30 p.m. at webcon.net. Uh, we will be doing our stream here on Twitch. And they will be feeding it through their Discord. Um, in the event that there is an issue with the stream, we will probably kill, that, kill our Twitch stream and go directly into Discord and run the show from there. Uh, the only downside is you won't see all the fancy graphics and stuff, which I kind of have a little bit of pride on. Uh, special thanks to like Bobby Blackwell for giving us the rundowns going up and down and left and right, and everything else I threw together. Special thanks to those with the for the Black Lives Matter banner up there. So you know, got a little bit of love there. And Wild Spice will be joining us there too. And there she is in the chat. So what's up, my little one, uh, and all that good stuff. Um, let's see what else. Um, Labor Day, no show. So, if anything, if there, you'll probably find a repeat of last week of prior week's episode. There, I might, I'll be on vacation hopefully. And if anything, I might just do a quick stream of hanging out, like a Q and A. I don't know. We will see things how how it goes. So, it is what it is. Uh, next up on the show is our Geek Roundtable, where we talk about some of the cooler geeker geekier stuff in our life that we doing, you know, or showing stuff off. So, Ari, you take it away while I go take my uh, heart medication. Uh, well, there's not a whole lot to say, unfortunately. Just mostly been playing the same couple handful of games. I uh, I also just realized as, as we were starting to show that I did not per purchase the uh, <clears throat> the island pass for, uh, for uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'll have to do that when I get paid. Which sucks because I was kind of looking forward to that. Then again, I haven't played the game in, since I got Animal Crossing, so what the hell do I know? No, I know. It's always that pain where it's like you play something and then you're like, oh, you know what? Today I'm going to change it up. I'm going to throw a curveball at it. And then you're like, oh, crap. I have to do extra work just to get there. Dang it. Honestly, I feel like I have to do extra work just to do anything nowadays. But uh, also, what the hell is that emote that Beast 1x5 is or is that just a uh, is that just a random uh, icon or something it actually looks like one of their emotes but are you thinking it's the Street Fighter emote or <laughs> looks like Chang from King of Fighters it does look a little bit like a King of Fighters or Street Fighters uh, emoji it I think it's, it's one of his personal ones also, I have a twin, apparently. Yeah, you have a twin in the chat. Yeah, you have another Ari in yeah. the chat today. Wonderful. But, but yeah, I have to... Like, the expansion pass but just be one more thing I have to spend money on before I... Uh, when I get paid again. But at least September, coming up, it, it'll be a, a three-check month, so I'll have a little more financial stability to deal with. I love triple check months. I absolutely adore them. 
A lot of people do, trust me. <laughs> but yeah, that's all uh that's my geeky stuff for the time being. All right. I need to expand my channel as well. My Twitch channel only problem is my uh as I've been, you know, look doing stuff on my end doing like while uh, we're streaming I'm getting you know several several seconds per frame, as it were. <laughs> well, look at it this way. You're, you're, make, you're making bank now, so what's going to happen is you'll have a lot more money put away and I can rebuild your machine and you'll have much better frame rates and so forth, so. Yeah, capture card, that's for damn certain. <laughs> yeah, we'll take, yeah. I already have something I already have something put together for you. I just got to add a couple extra things to make it better, so. And Theo X75 says, time to upgrade your PC then. He will. It probably, no shit, I have to upgrade this thing. <laughs> yeah. By, before the end of this year, his machine will be a beast. I'll have to come up with a new name for it, too, at some point. But, you know, mm -hmm. getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. Well, also, Ari, right your, your twin in the chat also plays Animal Crossing. So, like, you guys should uh, become neighbors. Island neighbors. Mm-hmm. Neat. <laughs> I, uh, I'll be right back. I gotta get some water. Get you go. What's up with you now? Well, um, I have been listening to this particular artist. It's a mixture of Cave Town and Monica. Uh, there's a techno artist. I'm sharing the song with you guys in the chat. It has been my earworm, as mm. it were. So that's my little music thing for you this you guys this week. Then I finished um, this project that I was working on last week. Uh, I know people who have been kind of keeping an eye on what I've been doing. Wow. I have finished these shoes. So now I have some nice shoes to wear in the house that match a lot of my wardrobe. And, and personality. Yeah, and then today um, I did a little bit of makeup. So I did Almoji K, which is very a similar thing that I do a lot. And um, yeah, so I do, yes, I have my shoesies that I've been painting. They started out as a forest green color. So on the bottom of the shoe, you can kind of see the dark color they were. And then I took them and I've painted them painstakingly painstakingly <laughs> ho 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 and then I have a piece of art that I am working on to make into digital art um, so I my husband likes to call it a cyclops because I tend to draw one eye and then I copy paste it so um, I'm going to be yeah. taking my jellyfish girl here into my digital art uh, software and be coloring her in and stuff so there you guys go share all the things today I finally have some stuff to share Ew. that's really cool so and actually, I'm going to put my shoes on. <laughs> I think Waking Ari is kind of in love with your shoes. Yeah. All right. The colors the colors always make it super fun. So, like I said, I've been f watching more High School DxD, and I'm really enjoying it. And also, I would have gone pat, I would have finished Season 2 already, but I spent the last three, four days on YouTube, like, there, I follow uh, Bitwit, Jay's Two Cents, um, Gamers Nexus, and Linus Tech Tips, and I and I get they will do an ep a video every day or every other day. So it's like maybe every couple of days, I'll just go in. Also, Lewis Rossman, and I'll just watch a bunch of those videos, and just and just go about my day. And sometimes what will happen is I will watch a video and they will reference something from a prior video, and I'll go 
YouTubing to find that video, which in turn, I'll watch another video and so on and so forth. The uh, rabbit hole, as yeah. it were. And, and I found myself doing that with Bitwit uh, between Sunday and today because I was watching a video of his. And then what I like is it's him and his wife doing videos together, you know? It's like, I, I the, and you know, and I, and I watched a video earlier where they were in New York City last year. I was like, oh man, if I had known. But I just, I just loved interaction between the two of them. That and the fact that they do enjoy drinking beer. I would say the best way I could describe this is Ichigo. If you were doing like, vi like co video content on cosplay, commissioning, sewing, and you're doing different projects and so forth, and then you're doing vlogging with your husband, and it's just silly shenanigans and stuff, you two like poking each other and stuff like that, that is the best way to describe his channel, you know. I really enjoy, it's like, I really enjoy the camaraderie between the two of them. So. What channel is this? Bitwit, B-I-T-W-I-T. -I -T. Checking this out later. Yeah. Bitwit, you said? Yeah, he does a lot of tech builds, but his wife, you know, helps him out from time to time as she works with him. I, it's just like, I just like how they, they just play around with each other. It's like, you know, it's just really cool. I just like seeing him. I just watch, I found the you channel, know, so... the video, Return, Wrecked to the World's Worst PC Builds on the Internet? Yeah, be. I just, I copy, I copy-pasted it to the chat. So yeah. if anybody else wants to check out Bitwit, it's in the chat now. Yay! I just watched a video of him and his wife going down to Venice, getting um, medical cards, having drinks, and getting piercings. And I'm just like, I can't believe he actually vlogged this as for his for YouTube. This video is, is pretty awesome. But um, now, as you know, you know San Diego Comic Con. What well, you know how it is with San Diego Comic Con? You can always get like their merch and their swag. I think it's like 80% of this stuff is, you can get through Hot Topic or wherever. And what usually sucks is that when you hear about something at SDCC, you've got to find somebody to get it for you, or you got to be at the computer ready to do that order. Thankfully, because they screwed things up, I was able to get my hands on some Sailor Moon merch that was at SDCC. Because somebody linked it in one of the groups I'm in, and I'm just like, wait, it's still available? It seems that they were doing, like, batches of orders, and they had gotten theirs already. So I went in, did a pre-order, and, and it came yesterday. And I'm sitting there staring at the package from FedEx, I'm just like, and I'm looking at it, and, I, and I'm just like, monogram? What the f Oh, I remember. So, let me go ahead open this up, if it'll allow me to open it. Pull to open. That I did. The hell did they... This looks like to be one of those FedEx envelopes where you, when you pull the tab, it doesn't open all the way. So, what I, pre, what I got was this Sailor Moon lanyard with a bunch of pins on them. So this is really cool. So it's basically Sailor Moon, and it's the brooch, Sailor Moon, Artemis and Luna, 
as pins. And I think this is really cool. And there's the little drop-down card, you know, to put your badge in and stuff in, you know? And and what's going to happen is this is just going to go hanging up on my door. Actually, and in chat, we have uh, V, uh, I guess it'd be, oh gosh, is it, it VV or VXV as in gonna get that Sailor Moon makeup too, which was the ColourPop oh, yeah. uh, collection. VX8, I think. Yeah. I see that. That's not me. That's more along the lines of Ichigo or Mako-chan. Sadly, I don't like ColourPop's quality, so I won't be in buying into uh, that particular makeup line. But I have friends who've bought into it mm -hmm. and enjoy it for what it is. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I already have my own set of makeup, and I kind of just use what I've got. And then uh, if I like something, I'll get it. But I've been paring down on a lot of my makeup stuff and I find things I love and once I love it, it that's kind of it um, but I do enjoy uh, like I do enjoy seeing it it's fun mm -hmm. but at the same time to me I don't know it hit at a weird time where we were starting to go through the economic downturn and the fact that they were just kind of like marketing to people who are already suffering it just kind of soured my mouth so um, okay so it's VX8 so, sorry about that. See, I'll get there, guys. See, you know, and I get it. I know there's a lot of people that are kind of complaining about the fact that, you know, we're in an economic downturn, but all this cool stuff's available. And I get it. Believe you me. I, I, as I've said plenty of times before, for the last four months, unemployment was very good to me. I paid off a lot of my bills. I brought up my credit score by 35 points. I was able to pimp out my computer even more and not have to worry about the about the money. So I still want to pimp that out some more, but those things can wait because I'm pro I'm probably going to wait until later this year to buy a new case and, and yeah. power supply and, and turn the DVD drive into an external device, which probably is going to come down to. But I'm not too worried about it right now because it is what it is. So, you know. Yeah, and Ranma, you know basically that I've been basically saying up, saving up mm -hmm. for like amping up this PC that we've kind of been building together. Right. So that's one big reason I haven't been investing a lot in kind of frivolous stuff. Like um, I, you know, like makeup and things like that. That's mm -hmm. not something that I invest in for business or anything like that. I don't right. do this professionally. So mm -hmm. I enjoy watching it and I enjoy my friends who find happiness in makeup and stuff like that. But I find that um, for the next few months I'll probably just be saving up to get a nice PC that can actually not stutter when I open up programs like Adobe Photoshop and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so yay. Gotcha. I and, knew that feeling. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about I also that. have my eyes on a new keyboard that I'll uh, link in the chat for you all to look at. And we'll definitely talk about that probably off, you know, after the show. But um, next up is, I'm bringing back Hot Take. Now, we've only done this sporadically on the show. Hot Take is where me or one of the hosts will bring up a topic, and it's like, we, we got to be snarky. This is our time to, to be snarky, get it out of our system, and be like, why? And my hot take is the fact that there are cosplayers that are having meetups during a goddamn pandemic. Pandemic. 
What is wrong with like, people? Like, not just, not just a convention, like, not like what we talked about last week, but mm -hmm. actually having meetups and stuff. Like, okay, so there's a difference between, to me, a meetup that is um, you and a photographer who understand the quarantine um, boundaries of each other, mm -hmm. and you and, like, 15 of your friends getting together. Yeah, like, for example, I am meeting up with my friend Julia next Saturday for a photo shoot. And we have a location set up. It's in a remote area. It's just me and her. And then we're going to go back to her place. And she's got. we're going to do a couple of more shoots. And that's it. And I'm going home. That, and then as simple as that. If she has a friend, I am okay with that. If she brings another friend, I'm going to be like... Oh. Any more than that? Yeah, I'm not showing up. Now, because of where we're going to be, this will probably be the only times we won't wear masks. Only time. But other than that, I will have it on. Now, I will say, a lot of people... have been calling these people out, you know, for this. And let me show y'all this. What bothers me the most is the fact that th th this meetup is right down the street from my house. Ugh. Coney Island. Even the... <sighs> why, pe why people, why would you do such a thing? You think the people that uh, live in your area would know better than that, and then they do stupid shit like See, this. See, I actually made a comment about why are y'all doing this? And it's been in moderation since I made the post Monday. And I know is it's this not... Is this on just like a Facebook group? Is it like a photography meetup group, or is it just like a cosplayers group? This is a public, this is a, an event, not a group. This is an event. Oh, okay. This is like a whole thing. Yeah, and there are cosplayers that are getting mad that people are reporting the event. I've already said it. I There is a local precinct right there at Coney Island, right there where you get off the subway. I went in with a printout of this and said, I just want to let y'all know this is happening. That's it. And I, and I just walked out. That's it. And I've already said it. If I am friends with anybody that's going to this, stay away from me for the next six weeks. And it's not that I'm disappointed in you. I just don't want to get sick. That's it. But not an unrealistic reaction. No, it's not. But I mean, even within the next year, I literally, like, the first vaccine's going to come out. Hell no, I'm not taking that vaccine. I don't even buy the newest cell phone that's out, okay? Like, you got to work out some bugs and kinks. And I have so many friends that are disappointed that we can't dress up and put on makeup and go out and have fun and have tea parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we're not stupid. Like, we're, I mean, even when I've had clients come for fittings and things like that, because I still have to run a business. I still have to, like, hi, I make this. I do this for a living. We've been wearing masks. I have an air filter on that consistently runs in my house. We mm -hmm. both quarant like I I'm quarantined. Like I just right. hi, I I work and live here. But like <laughs> I make sure that my clients have quarantined for fourteen days before they even show up to my studio and like we go through these whole things. And I'm not gonna just risk doing that, especially being a, an immunosuppressed person. 
I, I, I love everyone and I love all my friends, but if a virtual hangout is not enough for you, then, you know, it's going to be one of those situations where it's going to be a hard pass for me. Like, I'm not going to be going to gatherings, especially in cosplay, mm -hmm. when you can't fully sanitize stuff um, and you can't fully, like, clean things. So, yeah, it's, an, it's a no from me. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, I, I, again, I get it and I understand it. If you want to meet up with your friends so badly... Social distance with like four of your friends in a park wearing masks or something. That's it. And then just stay home for the next two weeks or something like that. I mean, how, how hard is it to do that? But I, I get it. It's too difficult for a lot of people, apparently. No, no, it is, no, but I understand that. And I got into a pissing fight with a quote-unquote famous cosplayer about it. Now, she oh, basically... Oh, boy, that just sounds wonderful. Oh, well, yeah. Now, she made a valid point that th this should not be happening. But she said something that, that was crossing the line. She basically said, you know, cosplayers are using these meetups as an excuse to not go seek professional help in regards to this. Saying, you know, if cosplayers can't have cons or this or that, it's... it's it's sensory depriving. It's messing with their psyche. You mean like, oh, I think I remember seeing this. I don't know which which group this was in, but it was like a mental health thing because mm -hmm. cosplay was a mental health right or something. I think I remember this because this girl also went off in another group about not being able to go to cons. Right. And, and how she was like upset that she couldn't wear a costume that she didn't really watch the anime of anyway. She just liked the character. Um, like, okay, sweaty. All right. Not helping um, your case there. Bless your heart, as we say in the South. Um, you know, it, these events are put on by people who are volunteers most of the time. The for-profit events, they're, you know, they're their own little creature. But a lot of these volunteers have families. A lot of these families mm -hmm. have friends. A lot of these friends mm -hmm. have friends and families and friends and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you know, as Waking Ari says, it's messing with everyone. It won't just be mental health that'll be affected. And I get it. Being away from your Pete from friends, it, it does mess with your head. And I get it. But what bothered me about the comment was the fact that she said that, you know, go seek professional help instead of doing this. Number one, do not assume everybody has access to professional help that they need. I can tell you the many jobs I have worked at that came with medical coverage that did not cover mental health or the copay for mental health was too much for me to pay due to my existing number of bills. I am thankful with my current coverage, I do have mental health involved, included with that. That was the main thing that I looked up when shopping around, you know, because I'm furloughed. And she basically tried to backpedal saying she didn't say that. I'm sorry. If you're telling people, you know, go see a, go see a therapist instead of going to conventions, you know, instead of trying to go to these events, that's basically saying, you know, just be mindful. Not everyone ha has those resources. 
And if you're going to say something like that, link people to these resources. Now, she went on Twitter and said the same thing and then added in afterwards stating that she understands not everyone has access to these resources. Thank you for finally understanding after I had to drill it into your skull. But on the main thing, there are ways to meet up with your friends. Zoom, which I don't recommend. You got fa you got Facebook Messenger, which has rooms, which can handle eight to ten people. If there's Microsoft Teams, you can use that. There's Google Hangouts, you can use that. There's Discord, you can use that. I know it's not the same, but you can sit there and have chats with video chats with your friends in cosplay and stuff like that you know yeah and i mean if you really just want a public interaction there are a lot of conventions it's not the same experience mm -hmm. but you can see panels you can support your favorite panelists and streamers and things like that especially like webcon like we're going to be doing the podcast right. um on webcon this friday there are ways to engage with people in a safe and logical manner and trying to use the fact that people use you know the the interaction in a convention setting where there's a lot of negative too of like people not realizing what reality is and the disconnection that people have between like moral obligations and being in a public place which i know is a big problem at conventions and if that is something that is a coping mechanism mm -hmm. for you, like, you should go find someone that you can speak with. You should try. Um, professional, a professional. Because friends and family and stuff like that are, are lovely to speak with, and if they can help you, that's fine. But putting all that on someone else can be very heavy. And they want to help you. They want to see you get better. But at the same time, it's better to go to someone who knows what they're doing so that if you do need to look into alternatives, you can and that you're going through the right channels. Mm -hmm. No, not everyone has the, the privilege or the ability to go and seek this, but if you can, do so. If cosplay is your cope, you know, find other ways to use that. Find creative outlets um, that you and your friends get on once a week and you do a little virtual chat of, hey, this is the project I'm working on. What project are you working on? Do virtual tea parties where you guys get together and you just drink and you go, okay, you know, we'll do Netflix party and we'll watch the newest episode of Konosuba, or we'll watch mm -hmm. the newest movie that's out. Like, there are ways to do it, and I see so many people fighting against the fact that we are moving towards such a heavily digital world, and it's almost like a super negative fight. Like, people are afraid of going into the digital space, but we're already here. Like, it's hi, welcome, this is the internet. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> you know? Aspect, if you go more into the digital aspect, the less of the physical aspect of it you know like this this podcast this stream that we do every week we the four of us don't really get just to see each other physically like maybe twice a year if that three times if we're lucky and what we do before the show we sit around and shoot the shit kind of keep keep our spirits up and we may do this for a little bit afterwards and that's it you know it's the, it's the little things like that that help keeps it going. And I'll be the first one to say, I have said to many of my friends, I fucking miss y'all. I want to hug you, you know. And, and, and they understand it. And it's just that I miss, you know, 
that physical feeling, you know, being around people, you know? I mean, I've said it. I, I'll, if someone cuddle, if someone just hugged me for about five minutes, I'd probably be good for the rest of the year. And I have a lot of extrovert friends that have gone that route, like where it's just like they need to have somebody to hang out with. Now, I know we've talked about this a few times on the podcast of if you need to have that physical interaction with people, because you're an extrovert. Mm-hmm. We, we all have that yep. one sweet extrovert um, uh, that just needs the attention and needs that interaction. Set up a pod. Set up a little potty pod. Y'all are whales now. Whale friends forever. Hashtag whale friends. Um, so, like, set it up so that all of you are quarantining the same amount. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are only going out for supply runs or you are only going to your job and then you're coming home, you're decontaminating everything like that, and then, you know, either set up a, you know, little trust, you know, form or whatever you need to to be comfortable, and then if you need to wear masks together to hang out, hang out socially distanced, you know? Um, And also, since you said supply run, supply run with a friend. If they live in the area, tell them to meet you you at wherever. You both do your supply runs together, and then you go your separate ways, you know? Yep, and and that's, I mean, there are alternatives to look for, and it can be hard. We're all kind of suffering through it right now. We're all kind of going through a rough patch. I, I know I was talking about how I was, like, dealing with some heavy lethargy and just, like, the depressed, like, I would sleep forever kind and, of feels that I... Yeah, and one thing I was thinking, you know, you know how you like to say, you know, let's meet up at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or something like that, you know. And you, yeah. and you, sit, and you sit down and you can't do it. You know what? You go to Dunkin' Donuts, you go to Starbucks, you get your coffee, hop on the bus, ride the bus up and down, you know, and catch up that way. Or um, hop on the subway so we can go back and forth, you know. But yeah, or like, um, I... I am an ambivert, but I tend to be on the introvert side. Now, the reason I say that is, even with the fact that we've been cut off from humanity, I just kind of want to go off into the woods and not be heard from for, like, half a year. And I think I'd be okay with that. Ichigo, not for nothing. If you did that, I would probably hop the bus down and hang out with you for about three days and come back. And I would, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be there with my make... laptop, my switch, and that's it. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. Doing, you know? I mean, one thing we're thinking of doing is because I know a lot of people, uh, we're all kind of suffering at being home all the time, but we're thinking of actually going camping and doing social isolation camping uh, later this year. So that what, is something that just to sounds do. Horrible. No, no, no. No, what, it's fun. What, one of my friends and her, she goes with her boyfriend and her, and her two kids. They they just did that last week and they went camping. I, I, I kind of miss that. And yes, Yuru Camp, that's a great anime. That's something you'll definitely look into. But anywho, as you can tell, yeah. for the last 10, 15 <laughs> minutes, we have railed on this event. We have given you suggestions on how to deal with it. It's not an end-all solution, but it will help. And like I've said, if I find out anybody's having these cosplay meetups, I will not hesitate to report it to Facebook, but I will contact the local precinct and send them this link and be like, check this out. Whether they do or they don't, it'll be on record. Because your ignorance and your selfishness is not... Is going to get somebody hurt. Thank you. Like, I don't want to be the one to get ones up getting sick and, you know, quarantined even further, just even though I was the one who was doing all the uh, 
taking all the precautions and doing all right. the social distancing practices, yeah, you know? Her, yeah. When, when the vaccine happens, herd immunity will not kick into at least 85 to 90% of the people are vaccinated. So I will leave it at that. Now, moving right along, yeah. um, we're going to talk about what's called the League of Conventions. It kind of sounds like a superhero group or something like that. So who would be the uh, evil empire? Comic-Con? Uh, New York Comic-Con, basically, you know, yeah. Read pop. <laughs> but um, what League of Conventions is, it's Anime Next, Kineticon, Kogurakon, and MAGFest. Four conventions joining forces between August 21st and 23rd doing a series of streams of games, anime, panelists, custom stuff for, for three straight days. And, it, and it's going to charity. They're raising... And, the, and basically... You, you, they're going to be raising funds during this and it's going to two major charities the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Campaign Zero um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention it was established in 1987 it's a voluntary health organization that gives those affected by suicide a nationwide community empowered by research, education and advocacy to take action against this leading cause of death Campaign Zero was developed with contributions from activists, protesters, and researchers across the nation. This data-informed platform presents comprehensive solutions to end police violence in America. It integrates community demands and policy recommendations from research organizations and President Obama's task force on 21st century policing. I think that is really good. So, You don't have to watch the whole thing through Discord. But stick around for much that you can. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I was originally supposed to be out of town that weekend, but I will be in, and I will be definitely checking it out. So. Let's see. What do we have here next? Um, Ari, what's going on with this Say You Racing event? Uh, well, voice actor Shin Shinichiro Miki, Daisuke Nanamikawa, Kaito Ishikawa, and Tats... Tatsuku Hatanaka, I almost said Hanukkah there, joined anime sound director Masafumi Miba at the Ibizu Super Taiki Race event at the Ibizu Circuit last Saturday. The five men are part of the Voice Actors Racing Team project, which was formed in November 2019. The 12-hour race was streamed by VART's official website exclusive to financial backers of the project. Although Mima posted his own videos and clips from the event on his personal Twitter account. Unfortunately, the race did not pass without incident. Mima reported that Kaido Ichikawa crashed during the preliminary round, but he was uninjured. In a follow up tweet, Mima posted a picture of the cars in the crash state and noted the damage was more severe than expected. Vart cars protect people. That's why the driver has to be kind of the car. So, <laughs> whoops. Mm -hmm. Although Ishikawa was unharmed, the car had to be taken away for repairs despite the late start. Mima stated that everyone ultimately had fun. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll post the link in the chat for you to follow along with the Twitter feed for it. And yeah, we just got more more pictures of uh, videos of stuff happening. Yeah, it's a uh, nice looking car. Hot Hatanaka, there it is. Hatanaka did not participate in the race itself, although he showed up for support. Among the team members, he is the only one who did not have a driver's license when the team first formed last year. 
there might be some correlation with that and his performance. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, I don't think there's a stock car racing anime out there. Uh, I mean, we got Initial D, but that's just race cars and Japanese street racing. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a stock car anime. That'd be kind of cool. Or at the very least, something Formula One themed. But, um, I kind of noticed... And one, of, and one of the background races could totally not be Haruka from Sailor Moon, guys. It's, we swear it's a totally different woman. <laughs> I also kind of noticed when we talk about these articles about Japanese voice actors, the, the articles don't use the term seiyu anymore. And that's basically what it means. Seiyu means voice actor or actress, so... I wonder why not. Oh, wait, Theo just rem- remember me, pointed out Speed Racer. Yeah, I, I guess that does count as a stock car racing anime. Kind of. I mean, there's a and lot of... And it's various reboots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, there are a few different car racing anime. Um, I know that there are a few that have really weird names, but a lot of them tend to be, like, CG. Oh, um, what about... Wasn't there one... It's like Helm, like... Something of the race. Hawk? There's, like, Arrow of the Helm... The Grand Prix, something like that. Mm. It was like an old 80s anime okay. um, that covered, I think, stock car racing or like, I remember it being close to like NASCAR. I don't know. Mm. Oh, a news. Okay, in chat, <laughs> we have a new stock car anime. Okay, mm. well, I don't know any from the newer one. Newer set. Yeah, try a... Uh... Try bringing NASCAR to an anime. Let me know how that goes. And a hush filled the room. Okay. Just looking right. with blackface in Japan. How do you think they're going to react to Confederate flags everywhere? Well, I mean, considering that NASCAR actually got rid of the yeah. Confederate flag pretty quickly, like. Yeah, but Japan doesn't really understand that. But eventually. Well. Eventually. And those who are mad that that, that, the, that the, the flags were banned evidently do not understand the true history of NASCAR. And we'll leave it at that. Anywho, uh, Ichigo... I should go to a NASCAR event in my, uh, in my car called the General Sherman. Yeah. Now the Moving com- on from cars go round the loop-de-loop. Ooh, <laughs> ah. I um, to actually something slightly turn. interesting. The fact um, that you said or- the General Sherman, I started thinking of that damn general commercial. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> go. what's going on with a Gretzko? I'm about to a Gretzko out on you guys here in a second. But, Ooh. um, new Agretzko season three trailer swaps a medal for idol music. Um, it's only 20 days until everyone's favorite red panda metalhead, Office Lady Retzko, will return in the third season of the popular, popular hmm, Netflix anime series, Agretzko. To get fans headbanging with excitement, a new trailer was released on August 7th alongside the announcement of Yuki Kaji joining the cast as the businessman unicorn, Seiya. He's and very he fancy, like, very pastel, it's lovely. He looks like a Galarian and Rapidash. He does! It's so beautiful. I'm going to paste it in the chat so all of y'all can read along with us. So, um, joining the the cast. Uh, the first season of Sanrio's Agretzko premiered in 2018 on Netflix, and the second series was in 2019. 
The animation is a production of FanWorks with Raracho in the director's chair. And the third season will premiere worldwide on August 27th, which means, haha, not sleeping that night. Woo! Um, yeah, so I'm going to binge that. <laughs> and we got a picture of, of, of the character looking very spiffy there. Yeah, it's somebody I would hang out with or dress like. Both. Both. Are you sure you won't swoon over him? I, you know, I could probably dress my hubs up like that and he'd look very chef's kiss. Very nice. Oh, I could just see it. We're all just sitting in, in Ichigo's living room, like, planning something out. Her husband walks by like this and her heart, her eyes just turns to hearts. And we're just yes. like... And a big, a big pastel bubble background pops up behind her. Yeah. <laughs> also, do a search for Galar, for Rapidash Galar and tell me it doesn't look exactly like him. And the rest of us are just standing there, you know. I'm, th I'm there just like standing, just holding my, my coffee like... And the Galar Rapidash is in the chat for you guys. Enjoy. There you um, go. <laughs> okay. Um, moving right along. Now, I, I heard about this an this manga being on hiatus. It's called Act Age. And looks like it has been canceled. Oh. Um, As the saying goes, do stupid shit, win stupid prizes. Now, if the thing will just update like it's supposed to, there we go. Now, basically what happened about three days ago, the uh, writer for Act Age, Tatsuya Matsuki, was arrested by Tokyo Metropolitan Police on the suspicion of sexually assaulting two junior high school girls. After consulting with the artist of Act Age, 22-year-old uh, Shiro Uzaki, Weekless Shonen Jump at Uzazaki decided to end the series, which came out today. Too bad they couldn't just uh, do something where, you know, they kind of puts it all together, but it is what it is. So, Basically, there was a statement that was put out by Shonen Jump, um, and it's, it goes like this. The editorial department takes the situation very seriously, and after confirming the matter and discussing with Shiro Usazaki, Sensei, the artist for the series, we have come to the conclusion that it is impossible to continue with its serialization. The chapter that is is in combined issue of issue 3637 of Weekly Shonen Jump will be the final chapter. It is extremely unfortunate to have the end of the series that has received so much support from so many readers in this way. However, the decision was made because of the nature of the incident and because Weekly Shonen Jump recognizes the weight of its social responsibility. We offer our deepest regrets and apologies to our readers. This is a difficult time for Uzazaki-sensei, but the editorial department offers Uzazaki-sensei our support and encouragement for future works. The information about the graphic novel volumes and related publications and events will be announced as they are decided. So basically what happened, Tatsuya Matsuki was basically sexually assaulted two junior high school girls and he was shown CCTV footage of the incident. It's like, that was you. You did this. Yeah, I can see him saying it wasn't me. It was you. So basically, 
the smoking gun. So. And you know what? It really sucks that this happened because your actions caused somebody else to basically lose their job. It probably would have been a good. It probably would. It probably came up in the idea to find a new writer. You could probably do that, but some writers just come up with stuff as they go along. They don't have like a, a set of outlines for someone to pick up on. And probably given the seriousness of this, I don't think it would have been right to just be like, if it's sort of like, well, sweeping it under the rug. We're going to continue on. We have a new writer, but we're continuing along. So, I don't, well, yeah. and also like Japan's big, uh, like cultural background of shame. Like, yeah. unfortunately, we've talked about this before, where mm -hmm. and many, uh, like probably within the last five years, uh, pedophilia was outlawed. Right. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, in some places, it was still practiced, and until it was like found it was just kind of like oh we don't talk about it we don't mention it yeah. so like finding it now and the fact that they're enforcing things about it is great it's good it's a step in the right direction but it is definitely a situation where it's a shame that you can't really come back from right. like it's it's and and you shouldn't be able to like you should not be able to but at the same time now it's a little more talked about in their culture so well, it's a little less swept away I kind of feel you should be able to come back from this. I Now, fo follow me here. He, he should be allowed a redemption arc under the guidance that he must redeem himself for his actions, own up to his actions, apologize for those actions, and discuss ways to be a better person and stuff like that. That, I it would be okay. Should yeah. But would not he actually reflect... go through with it? Well, and, and it should also not reflect on the artist. Right. But the problem is now is because it is the writer of the series that the artist is part to, mm -hmm. it's going to it's gonna come up. It's going to be the first thing people see when they Google it is the court date for such and such, right. at least for the next few months, at least for the next few years, as it should be. But it's going to be that situation where if any writer who's worth their shit, basically, mm -hmm. is not going to want to hook their... their carriage their horse their carriage to this particular star you know because yep. of the shame that's already tied into it As, but um, that really sucks for the artist because now the artist is going to have to go out and find another way to serialize their work and and get like the mm -hmm. kind of weird like oh we're so sorry that you were with this person as a team and that person is shameful you know um and that that really sucks that he's going to have to suffer for his his co-workers. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you would... I don't know what the titles would be with that. Like, he's going to have to suffer for his co-workers' actions. And yeah, as uh, VX8... Underlings, I guess? Yeah. As VX8 says, some creators got to know the real world doesn't work like the worlds they're immersed in. My friend, look up Kosuke Fujishima, the, the mangaka to Ah oh My Goddess. Yeah, we covered him about a year ago. Yeah, he 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 he's he got up in there, so it it was kind of an interesting story. So yeah, and every time I hear about something like this, I keep thinking of the whole Roroni Kenshin debacle, you know. And I'm just like, look, it, that can of worms again. Yeah, y'all can separate the art the artist from the work all you want, but you know, um, uh, uh, 
Godfather's a better book, you know, Cream Supreme. Yeah, those stories are always going to be tied heavily to the culture behind whatever that creator did. And it should, you know. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be a situation where we're going to be finding more of those stories coming out now because people feel more comfortable to do so. See, and another thing that comes to mind before we get to our next story, like as I was watching High School DxD, I was looking up stuff about it, and I came across an article where you know they announced like the dub cast for the new, for an upcoming season, and and I'm just like. Josh Grell is his voice, but I'm thinking back, it was somebody else's voice, and I'm just like, I think it was Scott Freeman, and I'm just like, this name sounds familiar to me, and I'm reading the article, and it links back to Scott Freeman, who was caught with, um, I think it was child pornography or something like that, and we talked about this on the show a few years ago, and I had looked it up in the notes, I was like, there you go, so I'm just like, wow. Anyway, um... hopefully moving on to something that is a little bit more uh, joyous, happy, uh, moe even, um, instead of, ew, gross, pedo, you stay over there. Um, but Kyoto Animation is returning with Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S TV anime in 2021. Uh, many of us were really sad when Kyo Anime was um, having their issues and their multiple problems and their big um, things that they've been going through but they've been teasing everyone over the last three days on the official Twitter account for the Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid TV anime and they've finally announced that season 2 of the hit series which is being titled Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S will be returning in 2021 with Kyoto Animation returning as the production studio so yay little claps a little applause in our chat um, two new visuals were released for the upcoming season on their Twitter feed, and a normal version and a socially, socially distanced version alongside a full refresh of the website. So, um, yeah, it hasn't been announced who will lead the staff in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. After the passing of the director in the first season, Yasuhiro Takemoto in the arson, unfortunately, um, they were one of the victims of mm -hmm. the attack. Uh, but... They're excited to see more of Toru, Kobayashi, and the rest of the gang as a return of Kyo Anime. So our hearts are with you, Kyo Anime. We definitely are excited to see you producing more animation. Um, and if you haven't been keeping up with Kyo Anime or Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, uh, Miss Kobayashi is your average office worker who lives a boring life alone in her small apartment until she saves the life of a female dragon in distress. The dragon named Toru has the ability to magically transform into an adorable human girl, albeit with horns and a long tail, and will do anything to pay off her debt of gratitude. Whether Miss Kobayashi likes it or not, with a very persistent and amorous dragon as a roommate, nothing comes easy, and Miss Kobayashi's normal life is about to go off the deep end. And it's a very cute little slice-of-life dragon anime. If you're looking for good feels, good vibes, it's a good one to check out. As long as we get more Irma, I'm not going to complain, because to me, she's <laughs> best dragon. How, I love how the uh, social distancing version is, okay, they just took the individual drawings of them, you know, moved them further apart into Photoshop, and then just added the uh, the face masks they, they gave them little themed masks to go with their outfits yes <laughs> and luko has gotten a little bit more endowed too and I, I i have to say you know from looking at this i i actually it's i actually thought you would make a good lukoa but 
after you know after watching the series, you make a better Irma. Irma is more your speed. Yeah, she also has like purple hair. So like back in my old days, I used to have more of her cut of hair it was a little bit shorter and a little darker purple. But I've been holding off on dyeing it because it is a lot to maintain, and because I'm only seen by you lovely people on the internet. <laughs> uh, um, I I guess we could have a poll in chat if people want to see the darker purple. But I think this is a good color for now. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, and our last story of the night, Ari, bring it on home. Yeah, so there's a life-size Gundam complete standing up in Yokohama. And right now, my the only theme song that's running through my head is the opening to Gundam Wing. I'm thinking more of the uh, the on the next episode track. I, mm. I, I, don't, I, don't, I know what it is, but I just don't know the name of it. <laughs> anyway, and uh, Shinto Priest blessed the uh, the anime's head, the the robot's head. So yeah, Yokohama, J Japan's second largest scene being 20 minutes south of downtown Tokyo, also makes for an easy half-day trip for people from the capital. A number of sightseeing attractions are clustered around Yokohama's scenic harbor, such as the Ferris wheel, seaside parks, and now a full <clears throat> and now a full-scale version of the seminal an anime robot Gundam. So it's a full, it's a life-size RX-78 Gundam. Stands 18 meters tall, about 60 feet. Weighs 25 metric tons, about 55,000 pounds. And they've been playing this since about 2014. Complete with a, a head-installing ceremony, or Jotoshiki, in which Gundam's head was blessed by Shinto priests for being craned up to the sky and secured onto its shoulders. And I will posted in the uh, chat. Oh, I already shared it in chat, and I well, shared the Shinto Priest Blessing articles for you, Ari, so I got you. <laughs> and what's interesting... So, I was going to say, the Yokohama Gundam is actually Japan's full-scale, the second full-scale RX-78 model, a life-size statue of the original Gundam, previously stood in Tokyo's Odaiba district before re being replaced by the RX-0 Unicorn. However, the Yokohama RX-78 bus an ability neither of its predecessors could slash can, it can move. So yeah, it has a mechanical skeleton and allowed to use its arms and legs. And I do believe you know, was a, there was a picture of it floating around of the, uh, of the robot giving somebody the finger. Yes, I, I just want you to know, that was a photoshop. That was a great I shop. I figured as much. It was a great shop, though. I, I shared it. I just thought it was kind of cool. You know. That, that was the thing. Either a really good Photoshop, or some salty-ass, you know, theme park worker, whatever, is, go is going out with an I quit the likes the world has ever seen. <laughs> like, oh, so how'd you quit your job? I made an 80, I made a 60-foot-tall robot flip the world off. <laughs> That's what we need right about now, given how the world is. Flip the bird and leave, you know. F this, oh, I'm going to colonize oh, Mars. Another thing to think about, you know, you know how, how like, places like in like Italy, how people like to pantomime holding up the the leaning tower yes. piece like that, mm -hmm. and you pull back from it, it, look, it just looks like everyone's just doing Super Sentai poses and, sh mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, context and everything. I guarantee that Yokohama is going to be here like hundreds of times a day. Visitors going to, like screaming, "It's a Gundam!" <laughs> yeah, like take a shot every time somebody screams that, and you'll be dead by lunch. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sure for that, like, first, like, decade, it's gonna be like that for a while, because tourism, well, once tourism go happens yeah. again, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I think it's really cool. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, you know, I, I'll probably be a little old lady when I go see it, if they keep it up, um, but... I, I, I'm really excited about it. I thought it was really cool. I think it's really neat that they actually have made it so that it can move a lot more parts of it. Um, yeah, and because, it can... you know, giant robots like that, they're not supposed to be that giant and agile. It can only be one or the other. Because you have to figure, like, like the, the sheer physics of it, you know, makes it... it, it uh, yeah, granted, you know, there's a sense of disbelief, but you know, obviously this thing isn't going to be able to do anything more to move its arms or its hands. We're still, you know, decades at least from, uh, I guess everyone wanting to pilot their own gun to robots. Yeah, I, unless angels attack, then we're just kind of screwed. And as VX8 says, need some pilot cosplays around it. Yeah, we need a Gundam pilot, you know, at the base, like... You know what? What a what a what a rag! You know, shining up like the, like the boot area, whistling the old spice theme. That, that's what we need right about now. <laughs> I can't just wait. Know some heroes cosplay is gonna Photoshop him like this in front of the robot. Yeah, or like I can't wait. Like when they did the Metro Hello Kitty inspired, I can't wait to see if in the like the 40th anniversary of Hello Kitty they wrap the Gundam full Hello Kitty setup, and it's just super cute. <laughs> Now, somebody tell these engineers to bring all that stuff, like all their knowledge, and bring it to Jersey, because I want my real-life megas, please. Featuring Guy Fieri. <laughs> uh... It was a meme it... I saw yesterday. That's why I said it. So the Gundam's, the Gundam's nickname would be Flavortown? Like... I was just saying, it, no, the megas from Megas XLR, I'm thinking, yeah, it would be within Coop's character to douse an enemy and and several cubic cubic tons of barbecue sauce. <laughs> as long as it's sweet baby rays. Anywho, uh, we're at the part <laughs> of the show where it's Meanwhile in Japan, where we discuss some of the interesting articles that have come out of Japan, written to us by Mako-chan. And since she is not here, let's see if it might crack one of our skulls. I'll take the third one. Okay. I'll take the, the first one then. Of, of course. Leave me with the. I, I see what you did there. So, anywho, take it away. Uh, sumo wrestler stage group escaped from a dormitory over disagreements with the master's wife. Uh, with a stable master in poor health, new rules were put in place promoting escapes to karaoke box. Mm. Well, now. In many ways, sumo. Like sumo isn't a sport, but a way of life. Sumo's highly specialized training regiment and diet, found with its many cultural and religious traditions, make it unique from other athletics. So unique that sumatori generally live in a combination dormitory training facility called a heya, Japanese for room, but generally rendered as stable in English. The stable environment is supposed to instill discipline, camaraderie, and focus on wrestlers who live there, leading to better performance in the ring. But this week, nine wrestlers from the Shikihi Dabaya Stable decided they had enough of living the arrangement and ran away. Ugh. The incident occurred on Tuesday night when the wrestlers slipped out of the stable located in Ryugashi, Ibakari, the Ibaraki Prefecture. Near the escape wrestlers made south over the border into Chiba, 
where they hold up in a presumably quite cramped karaoke box. Mm. Not fat jokes. And call it the Nihon Sumo Kyokai, the sports governing body to voice her grievances and ask for, for help before continuing their exodus and eventually arriving in Tokyo, where the Nihon Sumo Kyokai is headquartered. The group of nine represents almost half of Shikihide the bias 19 affiliated wrestlers, and it's a surprising turn of events given that its current stable master, former Sumatori Hitotoshi Kita Zakura, instilled cheerful, fun, and energetic as the stable's motto when he took over. However, Kita Zakura has been in poor health since the beginning of the year, and in his absence, the highest authority has rested with his wife, Megumi Miko, the stable's Okami. The stable master's wife, that is, works as a general purpose manager at the stable. It's a broad role with activities including financial management, building management, providing moral support, and it's even assisting running training sessions. The runaways, however, feel Muko's rules cross the line, especially in her lifestyle regulation endeavors, such as harsh, her harshly criticizing anyone who fails to respond to messages in the stable's line app group as quickly as she thinks they should. Then there's a requirement that every wrestler receive a care package from their parents, purchase something online to have it shipped to the stable, they must open a box and immediately take a photo of its contents, which again must be posted to the group chat. Why, though? <clears throat> oh, with such strict digital communication and policies in place, it would naturally behoove Shigehita Baez wrestlers to keep their smartphones and other devices charged at all times, but Muko's installed a rule anyone who wishes to use a power out in the building must first ask her special permission to do so. That's kind of a paradox. <laughs> Other complaints include unannounced inspections of wrestling with personal lockers that disable Muko ordering them to write essays of apology following their performance at digitalized sumo tournament in Tokyo and her alleged habit of telling wrestlers to deal with their policies. You'll be kicked out of the stable. And so it's just general harassment and invasions of privacy. Christ. Well, I do hope things kind of work itself out. Yeah, me too. In our chat, we're having uh, replies like, the headline sounds like a filler episode, and a DBZ episode was the follow-up. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. it is one of those kind of headlines. <laughs> so, a couple, sometime back, we talked about a a photographer running around Tokyo doing upskirt shots. It seems that um, the person was arrested. So what happened was in Ikebukuro area, a woman in a short skirt was arrested by police after a man took a photo up her skirt. It's not the usual order of proceedings when stuff like this happens. You usually arrest the photographer but what happened was the girl was intentionally waiting for someone to take the picture. That's a first. According to the police, the woman in question, 35-year-old Rui Miya Anishi, was operating with 34-year-old Taro Omada, who she lived with. According to the investigation, Omada instructed her to wear short-hemmed clothing in order to attract attention of possible Chikan and get them to photograph up her skirt. And for those of you who don't know, Chikan is basically gropers and perverts who engage in lewd behavior like taking up photos, photos of women's skirts or touching them while they're on the bus or subway. 
when the couple were in Ikebukuro a few months back, Omana watched Mianishi from a distance, and after a man in his 20s took an upskirt photo of her, Omana appeared and said, that's my woman you, photo you photographed. Demand, I want money, or else I will report you. So basically, it was a scam. He would catch you taking upskirt shots of his lady, and basically, he would extort money from you. It's not... I guess the message here is, have you tried not being a creep and photographing up women's skirts? Or, you, you know, maybe find your own girl to do that with, you know? Like, I was at, I was at, like, Exotica a few years back with a friend of mine, and it was a dude walking behind us doing upskirt shots. Now, mind you, a lot of girls are walking around very scantily clad. At that point, there is no need to do that. Just ask! That's it. That's it. Just ask. Anywho. It's... And maybe don't be a scammer. Yeah. Like that to me is the bigger message. Mm -hmm. Like don't be don't be that that kind of people. Like don't be a scammer. If you want to do sex work, totally valid, totally fine. Just don't be a scammer douchebag who tries to mail blackmail people. Um, but yeah. It's not sure how the authorities got involved, but they were arrested uh, la last week. Omada denies trying to extort the person, but Mianaishi has confessed to the scam, saying she couldn't stop Omada because she didn't want to ruin their lives together. This type of scam is just one of a number known to the local authorities, and other underhanded tactics also exist, like Chikan feigning the need of assistance to brush up against a woman's boobs while boarding a train. Like accidentally bumping and catch and copying a field. Nice job. What are you, when what are you, when, like, 10 years old? <sighs> now, I, uh, wonder if, yeah. I wonder if the couple in question were also unemployed. I mean... They, they might be. Mm. The, the, the bad thing is, like, we've heard worse. Trying not to remember the story because I blocked it out of my mind, but we've heard worse. Yep. Mako. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know, don't tempt her. Um, uh, yeah, so going from, I guess, kind of scummy to just downright, like, survival skills? Um, mm -hmm. don't put your switch away and make sure to always keep things charged if you're going anywhere because a Japanese schoolgirl was held prisoner in an older man's condo and freed herself thanks to a video game console. So the teen was tied up with wire to prevent her from escaping. And the last month, a family from Saitama, the prefecture north of Tokyo, took their high school-aged daughter to a local train station so she could go out for the day. She didn't return home, so her worried parents contacted the police and reported her missing, but her whereabouts remained unknown. It's now known that on July 4th, the girl made her way to Tokyo's Shinjuku neighborhood, where she met up with Hiroyasu Goto, a 44-year-old man she'd become acquainted with through social media. From there, the two went back to Goto's condominium in Yokohama Kanagawa Prefecture, unsupervised meetings between schoolgirls and men twice, twice their age who live two prefectures away don't tend to end up as the most wholesome encounters. And sure enough, at some point after arriving at Goto's place, he took the girl's phone away from her and imprisoned her in his home. 
Unfortunately, even without her phone, the girl managed to figure out a way to call for help. On the evening of July 5th, just over one month after the two met up, the girl used a video game console that Goro had in the condo to connect to the internet and contact the online emergency help desk of the Saitama Prefectural Police, sending an email saying, I am being restrained and cannot run away. Through subsequent messaging with the help desk and the the police were able to determine where the girl was being held, and officers were dispatched to Goto's condominium. Upon their arrival, they found the girl tied up with metallic wire rope bound to a pipe that was just part of the condominium's interior. The hmm. girl, who had no visible injuries, was taken into custody, and Goto was placed under arrest, saying, There is no mistake that I imprisoned her. Investigators are currently trying to determine the exact chain of events by which the girl met Goto, agreed to meet with him, and ended up at his home. Um, and again, this is like two things. Like, don't meet up with the people you don't know, that you've only met through the internet, uh, without plans, and, and, and don't do it as a child. Like, my goodness. Those are called warning bells dressed with red flags. Yes. It's far and few somebody that young is going to meet somebody that older and it hits off great. I I know a couple of stories. But again, that's far and few. Don't, don't place bets on it. Please don't. Please don't. I think we're done here. Yeah, I, 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 I'm to agree with, with that. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so forth. We are independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you that we like and don't like, we're being straight up about. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcasts. You'll also find links to our YouTube videos, links to our Facebook photos from conventions, anime reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, editorial and stuff like that. All that and then some at animejamsession.com. Wait, hold on for a second. They're saying that there's silence? They're just laughing at the awkward silence we had after that article. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, please. I'm like, this the is The world the is full of bullshit. No, it's not um. even that. I'm just like, this is this is not the time, Um, you know, not the time for, like, music not to fall down. I'm just like, no. Don't, no. don't scare me like that. We're good, we're good. It was just comical silence. Okay, good, good. I'm like, don't scare me. <sighs> so where was I? Oh, yes. All the stuff on our website. That's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take our podcast on the go. You can find us through Anchor FM, Player FM, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search Anime Jam Session, and you'll find over 460-plus episodes 10 years of content for your listening pleasure. And some of it's fun, some of it's kind of cringy, you know. And VX8 says, first time I was able to catch a full screen. Thanks a lot. 
Now, thank you for coming by and hanging out with us. We appreciate that. And don't forget to follow us on social media. YouTube for our convention video coverage. Twitter when we're going live and links back to our websites and then some. Facebook when we're going live, articles and convention coverage. And we're going to go around the room. Last words. Ari. Uh, things may not be so bad. Um, Dan Dan and Akira from Rival Schools got announced for Street Fighter Five, mm -hmm. And the Flyers are in number one in the East in the playoffs. Cool. I just want my Rival Schools three. Last words. Ichigo. Well, I'm gonna wash my face off and go to sleep now. Thanks, Mako, for breaking the podcast tonight. <laughs> Good job. Feel better. <laughs> my last words, I'm probably gonna have a bowl of, like a small bowl of carrots, a little bit of ranch dressing, relax, watch some, watch more anime, and probably pass out and fall in the night. But that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and don't forget, we will be here Friday from 8 to 9.30 doing a special podcast panel with uh, Webcon. That's webcon.net. They do weekly uh, conventions. So that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night, night. Jane. Sayonara. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. Good night. We're out of here. See you next week. been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!